for this special edition of BIA's Leading Local Insights podcast. I'm Rick Ducey, Managing Director of BIA Advisory Services. We're excited to have this podcast to provide an immediate and deeper look into our current insights and assessment of local media. Every Tuesday, a member of our analyst team will provide insights into local traditional and digital ad platforms. We'll talk about BIA's ad forecast updates, offer deep dives into business verticals, and consider tech and business model trends all in the local media space. If you have an idea of what you'd like us to cover, let us know, podcast at BIA.com. In today's podcast discussion, I'm joined by my BIA colleague, Dr. Mac Fratrick, who is uh, Senior Vice President and Chief Economist uh, for BIA. And this is a special edition of our podcast. Um, this week earlier, we did a webinar for the members of TVB to highlight uh, really through the lens of local TV, our 22 forecast. Uh, and so we'll highlight a few things from that forecast. And Mark, when we when we did that webinar, we covered a number of different topics, again, through the lens of, of local TV, but we did touch another uh, media platforms and what what the drivers are for our forecast for, for 2024. Uh, we've come out of a fairly dismal period, more dismal for others. And um, actually, I was talking to a CEO yesterday who's who's um, runs a programmatic ad platform, and he said some of his clients actually did really well in 20 and 21. So it was a bit uneven, but overall, I think some sadness and pain. 2022, I think overall looks better um, from, from the early signs um, as we approach the year. But I know in our, in our webinar for TVB, we started off with you sharing some of your insights and kind of reading the data tea leaves about what's going on in the national economy. So what's up there that we should pay attention to? Thank you, Rick, and a pleasure to join you on this podcast. Uh, yes, on the previous um, webinar we did for TVB, we started off with the look at the national economy because, as all, uh, it's pretty obvious, you have to see where the economy is going, both nationally and regionally, to really take a good pulse of where we think advertising is is going, especially television over the air advertising. So. To sum up that um, recap of the national economy, um, GDP growth is strong in the third quarter. We had a little low in the second quarter, but as we approach 2022, we expect the growth in the economy to continue. Why? Because people are getting jobs. There's more and more jobs being, um, people being hired every year, every month. Even though the November numbers were a little lower than expected, um, it still is a pretty strong economy. Now, I'll point out that in some of the markets, some states, the unemployment rate is still high, higher than the pre-pandemic levels. But in, in many states, it's, um, it's quite low. In fact, Nebraska had a historic low of 1.9% unemployment. At the same time, retailers are, um, are seeing some strong growth in their, um, their sales. Um, people, American consumers have a lot of money in the bank. And since they can't buy new cars because of the shortage, um, they are spending a lot of other things. And as more and more um, outlets open up, um, it, it will continue to be strong. And finally, there's the stock market. And while the last few days haven't been so rosy, we're still seeing a remarkable increase in the stock market value um, over this over 2021. And economists always look to the stock market because there's a thing called the wealth effect. When people are have more value in their assets, they start to spend more for large ticket items. So 
Overall, we're very uh, bullish about the economy entering into 2022. Uh, we expect um, a lot of spending and thus advertise it national, regional, and local to want to advertise on the various advertising platforms. So, Mark, I had a couple questions I wanted to run by you on the economy, really from the consumer um, point of view. There's a couple of things that seem a bit quirky. Um, I get all you're saying, and that's certainly what the data show, <clears throat> but um, I'm wondering about like the, the kind of quits rate, as they're calling it, and about inflation. So consumers do do have some money socked away <laughs> um, on the one hand. On the other hand, you know, the pandemic induced um, some different lifestyle choices that consumers have made. And given the layoffs and reductions in employment in, in some key sectors uh, like retail and QSR, uh, some of the service industries, health, uh, you know, people either had reduced hours or got furloughed or, you know, outright laid off. <clears throat> and they're thinking, well, maybe it's not so bad. There's a time for me to try something else. And as the economy starts to ramp back up again, there's this new kind of construct out there of quits where there's more jobs available than people seeking them. Uh, so whatever the you know employment level is, there's sort of a twist these days that there's some people are saying, you know what, I'm, I might not want to work or I might want to work for myself or I, I might want to do something differently. So there, there's that quits thing. And then also inflation is is a little bit odd. I mean, I know the, the Fed's trying to deal with that, but um, you know, typically their job is to maximize uh, employment and minimize inflation, but the usual levers seem to be a little bit um, uh, muddy these days to try to drive outcomes. So I was wondering if you have any insights about those forces. Sure, let me start with the quit rates. Obviously, there are people who enjoyed working at home and didn't want to go back to the office, so they decided to quit. But that's a, that's a good, healthy indicator of the economy. They feel uh, um, equipped uh, financially to do that, so they'll continue to spend and continue to buy product and services, even though they are starting their own businesses or retiring early. Um, so in some sense, I see that as a great indicator that the economy is in, in good shape because of, uh, because of their ability to, uh, to make a leap and then do something different. Now, obviously, um, there's still um, a lot of um, unfilled jobs out there, and that's a concern in many industries. A lot of industries are trying to adopt new technologies. Um, you go into a Taco Bell now, and you don't see somebody at the register. You order on the on the screen in front of you. So um, there's a challenge that a lot of uh, different types of uh, firms um, have in terms of fulfilling there. But I suspect that over time, a lot of those unfilled people will be coming back into the, uh, the economy and uh, taking some of the jobs. The last question you asked was about inflation, and inflation is a, is a problem for people, especially people on fixed incomes, um, and things going there, and it certainly isn't transitory as the Fed hoped it would be. But on the other hand, the strong uh, inflation is an indication of a strong economy. There's a lot of money going after a lot of the goods. And so while there are some peculiarities about inflation this time, i.e. the the supply chain uh, 
disruption and the concern about getting uh, enough products to the shelves. Um, and inflation right now, I think it it also another positive sign that the economy is is strong and that consumers are willing to spend. And I'll always bring it back to um, advertising, Rick, because I think that's just an indicator that national and regional and local advertisers will try and get uh, more and more of that uh, spending by consumers, um, whether it's because of higher prices or just because they just have the ability. And and as, and as the uh, supply chains um, problems ease some, I think we'll see a slight, slightly downturn of the inflation rate, though it will still be high relative to the most recent years. That's interesting. So I know when we look at our forecast <clears throat> overall, uh, we go out to 2026, but we'll just focus on 2022 uh, for the moment. Um, there's a couple of um, things we expect and a couple of things are, are a little bit interesting. Uh, we saw the growth uh, continuing in digital. It's now over half of all ad spending uh, in local media platforms targeting local audiences. So we, we kind of expected that. Uh, and, and the growth, um, I guess, you know, in retrospect, maybe a little bit surprising, but with the pandemic changing media behavior, less in-car time, more at home time. So we saw radio uh, get challenged a bit with their key um, demographic of in-car listening. Uh, on the other hand, for, for the connected TV, we saw a lot more take up of streaming services as supported services. And so the connected TV categories has ended up being sort of a, a breakout category. Uh, radio, you know, it has different plays now, podcasting and streaming as as well as the in-car over-the-air product. Uh, so that, that was a bit mixed. But then for the first time, I know every time we do these forecasts, you talk about the strength of direct mail as the number one medium. And uh, in this, this forecast period, we saw a little bit of a change there, right? Yeah, uh, mobile took over uh, the uh, the the lead um, advertising platform from direct mail. Now, direct mail is still re- very important. It's over thirty some odd billion dollars in total advertising, and retailers and are still sending out catalogs. There's been a very big push by banks as consumers have this increased spending, as I mentioned before, there's been an increase in credit card advertising, both with direct mail solicitation and advertising on other advertising uh, on the various media platforms. So um, direct mail still has a place in the local advertising marketplace, but it's, uh, it is being challenged by mobile, which obviously has some geo-targeting and demographic targeting be- benefits. Yep. And I know, so we're saying it's another big growth year, 2022. Uh, we've got political, uh, we've got uh, gambling advertising coming in as a new perennial category. Political is sort of biennial, of course, uh, in, in mass. And um, so that's good. I mean, good news, I think we're seeing some some good growth across uh, the different media platforms. But looking at, at TV, both it's over the air and it's digital product, um, what's the total spend you're expecting in 2022 across all media, and where does uh, local TV stack up in that? Yeah, for for all media, all 16 advertising platforms for which we uh, generate estimates, um, we expect it to be over $173 billion in 2022. And as you mentioned, in large part, um, the increase is due to political. In total, we expect $8 billion um, of political to be spent across the various advertising platforms. Um, in terms of television, it's going to be 
um, in the uh, in the twenty twenty two billion dollar range, um, a twenty eight point four percent increase in um, over two thousand twenty one. But that's we just mentioned it, it's political that's driving a lot of it. Um, we expect around 3.7 billion of that um, in, uh, that over there advertising accounted for by political. So if you just looked at the core advertising from 21 to 22, that's going to increase 7.2% in large part by that um, online gambling where several six, $700 million will be spent with um, will be spent with um, local television stations for their over-the-air advertising. And this, I mean, this, this is the aggregated spending targeting local consumers, um, a natural roll-up of that number. So this is not national targeted spending. It's local targeted, just rolling it up. And that's a bit uneven around the country. I mean, one of the things we talk about is a regional breakout. Um, so like the Northeast versus the West and so on. Um, it's not uniform across the country, the, the um, changes from 20 to 21 in terms of ad spending, right? Yeah, the, we're seeing the biggest increases we expected in 2022 is, uh, is in the southern um, region of the country. We expect over a 30.5% 30, 30. increase from 2021 levels. Um, you have competitive Senate races in uh, Georgia and North Carolina, gubern- and a Senate race in Florida, and gubernatorial races in all, the, all those states. Another area, surprisingly, is the West. Um, Nevada and New Mexico have, will have competitive Senate races as well as gubernatorial races. And while California won't have many uh, competitive uh, races for Senate or, uh, or the House, um, California and California television stations always benefit from the number of uh, ballot issues that are included on in each election. So they benefit from that. And the Southwest and the and the Midwest will also see some substantial increases due to competitive senatorial and gubernatorial races. And in fact, um, in um, in Fairbanks, Alaska, Augusta, Georgia, Tucson, and Las Vegas. We predict that over half of the advertising revenue going to local television um, stations in 2022 will be political. So you can see that in some markets, it's remarkable how much political eats up the spot time, the spots in um, local television stations. Right. Well, before we get to final takeaways, um, two, two things I want to touch base on, and we'll probably cover these in, the, in our final thoughts as well. Um, uh, gambling, online gambling, advertising, and connected TV. Those, those are things. Well, the gambling that's also distributed differently around the country depending upon where it's legal. And CTV um, is a nice, nice lift, and a lot of that uh, spending lift, um, local TV groups are going to benefit from since they're in that product area. Yeah, online gambling for 2022 for local TV for both their over-the-air and their digital. Um, platform will will exceed six hundred million dollars. Um, and like you said, that's in spe- specific markets um, where online gambling is legal. Um, New York is expected to start online gambling in early 2022. Florida started in November. 
Um, but you still have some very large states, Texas and California still don't allow online gambling. So um, even with those big states there, it still is a very, uh, very important new vertical where it wasn't even around in 2020. Um, now in 2022 will be the 10th ranked vertical, according to our estimates for local television stations. Nice. Um, well, let's jump to our, to our final takeaways, and uh, let me let me start there with uh, connected TV and, and over the top. The way we define that category of over the top and connected TV basically um, distills out to connected TV. We're talking about premium um, video content. Uh, we're talking about um, uh, largely a private marketplace uh, to control the inventory and the buy sell relationship and the pricing and um, we're talking pretty much about the impressions, audience impressions, and then the ad impressions that get traded on a CPM basis, um, all, all being targeted to the big screen, uh, the TV set. Some, some of the impressions are mobile and desktop, but 90 plus percent are, are connected TV. So you sort of call it OTT slash connected TV, but the category is really becoming connected TV, smart TV, and that's competitive increasingly with with broadcast TV. So for 2022, we're we're calling a number of two billion dollars will be spent in in um, connected TV targeting local audiences, um, which is um, a nice number, and that's going to keep growing. That's a very popular uh, medium, both from the consumer consumption perspective as well as the advertiser trying to reach those consumers' perspective. Yeah, overall, we expect the advertising, including OTT and the other 15 advertising platforms, are going to be up 11.4% over 2021 levels. And in large part, that's because of the rebounding economy and the political advertising that we mentioned before. So it should be a real good year for um, local television station. And almost all of the verticals are going to be increasing year over year from 2021. Um, the auto supply chain disruptions are expected to continue into 2022, but we are hopeful that we uh, that that will uh, ease somewhat by mid-year, and consumers are ready to buy new cars. So auto manufacturers, local dealer associations, and individual dealers we expect to start advertising heavy in the late part of next year. Great. And of course, you know, we have a lot of information you can get from our website. We have complementary reports. And for our clients, um, you can do deeper dives into all of this and feel free to reach out to Mark and myself if you have any other questions, want to bounce ideas off of us. Uh, Mark, before we break from this session, any final thoughts you wanted to offer? No. Um, it, People should start planning. I'm sure many of these broadcasters are planning for um, what's going to happen in 2022. And and right now, it looks like it's a pretty good year. Yeah, I mean, I know a number of people, like you were saying, um, since political is sort of um, quirky and one of those quirky things that, that, you know, it varies. Maybe look at core versus core without political. And maybe even some of our clients are looking at uh, core as without political and without auto, comparing year over year or even two, 2019 versus 2022. So so people are trying different things. But we do our best to put out the forecast as, as we see that the numbers coming in. And then clients can use that different ways in their own budgeting processes as they move into 2022. Of course, we wish everybody um, good luck in meeting their goals. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, Mark and I have been delighted to share some highlights of our 2022 forecast with you. Tune in for more BIA forecasts where we bring industry insights straight to you.
We'll also invite you to visit our webinars page at www.bia.com for events past, as well as upcoming events related to BIA's data, insights, thought leadership, all in a local ad marketplace. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Mark. Thank you.